Some things are more important. I think we can all agree that inane chat about the NFL is more important than vulnerable kids. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah, no, we're doing uh, weekly 90 minutes on vulnerable children <laughs> and how to help them, hosted by Craig Edmonds. <laughs> yeah. Long neglect pod. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along. This is the world famous Long Snapper podcast, but you know that you can see it on your podcatching device. I am Adam. Um, with me, Hertfordshire's finest Yorkshireman, Patrick Jackson. How are you doing, Pat? Hi, Adam. I'm good, thank you. That's Excellent. such a good intro. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I like it. Ours yeah. are going to be shit, though, Mark. I I, that was can, you just... make, can you change that to your Twitter bio, please? Which is <laughs> <laughs> finest Yorkshireman. Love I mean, that, that uh, it, it came, it was not prepared. It just <laughs> came from the somewhere in my head. Um, with, that, with that in mind, I'm guessing you're Wiltshire's finest Wiltshireman. Uh, where were you born, Mark? London. Is... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, London. I mean, it's, it's it's shit. It's all going to be shit in comparison. <laughs> Mark and Rich are here. My hi, Mark and Rich. Hello. Um, Craig's supposed to be here. What else is new? Um, at time of recording, spoil. Well, a spoiler. It doesn't spoil anything. Time of recording, nine twenty-three. I had a message from Craig saying I'll be a bit late. It'll be about nine fifteen. So. Fucking hell, Adam! What are you talking about? I'm here, geezer. I'm right on time. <laughs> Get me a fucking drink, love. Get me a fucking drink, will you, darling? <laughs> Let's talk about some fucking NFL, shall we, you, my little cocker? <laughs> my little cocker. <laughs> All right, Craig, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me come over there and spot you boys out. <laughs> oh, Craig's feisty today. <laughs> um. It's you're not going to tell the difference if if and when he does show up, you'll never know. Um, I think I've got a stout in my nose. <laughs> it's well, gone we very went, weird already. We went there early. Well, what else is new? Honestly, um, we have got we have got some playoff football to get into. We'll do that. Um, obviously, we will start with a quiz, and this is a bit lowbrow. It's like. Towards the end of the season, <laughs> running out. When is well? Yeah, you haven't you haven't heard this yet. Oh, um, okay. Running out of ideas. Um, you know how it is. Yeah, you. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. Um, I'm going to give you lots of clues to famous people or characters that share their surname with an NFL quarterback, and you've just got to buzz in with that surname point if you get it right point off if you get it wrong and it goes on offer to the other two are these just any old are they current quarterbacks or are these just any old quarterbacks any uh, not all no, any quarterbacks from history that you might have heard of um, so not just current quarterbacks um, any quarterback who has ever played the game I mean, not every quarterback who's ever played the game that we might be here a while but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Craig would you like to hear the rules again you know, better head. I didn't hear any of them. <laughs> Do you know what? He's here. He's out. Hey! He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. 
you won't tell a difference. You won't tell a difference. <laughs> what have I missed? There's no way I got that type of reception uh, just out of your, the love of your hearts. What have I just missed? I mean, you've, well, apart from anything else, you've just missed me explain the rules of the quiz. I'm really tempted not to explain them again and just let you join in. In fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, I'll just watch. I, I enjoy the quiz. Uh, you, I reckon you you'll pick you it up won't be able to, Yeah, you'll pick it up immediately. <laughs> you won't be able to sit through and watch. It's impossible. Um, I need your name as a buzzer and a surname as an answer. Simple as that. Um, you'll, you'll, fig- you'll figure out the, the link, Craig. It's not that hard to work out. Right, first question. Miley Cyrus's alter ego. Ah. Yes, Pat. Montana. Correct. Obviously, Hannah and Joe... Um, all right. Only Bond actor to do exactly two films. Anybody? I see this is going to be aimed at me, Bond and Miley Cyrus for the start. <laughs> yeah, because the rest of us are massive Hannah Montana fans, obviously. <laughs> What's the whole thing? Uh, exactly. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, li- I'd like to think there's plenty of cultural variety in the questions. <laughs> You'd like to think. I'd like to think. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Any, anybody got any idea? That's disgraceful. Oh, You're Mark. Really... Mark. Oh, oh, go on, Mark. Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah, Timothy, Timothy Dalton. slash Andy Dalton. There. there you go. This is it. All right, then. That was, that was painful. Jesus. <laughs> All right, then. Neve Campbell's character in the Scream movies. This is maybe a bit niche. Oh. Um. I'm not going to allow too many horse noises. <laughs> Even though he's not buzzed in. No, that's too long for anybody. That is Prescott. She was called Sydney Prescott. Okay. <laughs> Please gamble responsibly. Pat. Great. Pat was first. Winston. Yes, well done. Obviously, Ray and Jameis. All right, next up, journeyman midfielder from the 80s slash 90s who played most of his games for West Brom, Sheffield Wednesday and Leeds. Pat. Yes, Pat. Palmer. Yeah, well done. Carlton slash Carson. You probably Journeyman, he was an England that. international. Yeah. He played for a lot of teams. <laughs> Underground Taylor, which says a lot as well. Yeah. All right. Lily's acting father. Greg. Yes, Greg. Alan. Yeah, well done. Mark didn't get that. Yeah. Well, you got Kyle, Kyle Allen, the well-known quarterback, shares oh, the name Lily of Keith Allen. Allen. <laughs> All right. The world's highest paid actress in 2015 and 2016. There's a teaser for you. No, nobody? Okay, it was Jennifer Lawrence, who of course shares her name with Trevor. There you go. All right. The only Chilean footballer to ever play for Manchester United. Two big Man United fans playing here. <laughs> Baffle both of Mark, you, really. Mark. Yes, Mark. Sanchez. Yeah, finally. Well done. Alexis slash Mark. Um, all right. Winner of the 1995 British Grand Prix. Craig. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, Greg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel feel like you might have buzzed too early without thinking this through. Just uh, a gut feeling. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Bad How long are you gonna give him? <laughs> Mark. Uh, I, 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 you've got nothing, Craig. I'm guessing. No. Yeah. Mark. Okay. Point off then. Yes, Mark. Uh, Herbert. Yeah. Well Wait. Done. Point. Point oh. off. Yeah. Did you not hear me explain the rules? <laughs> All right. Australian bush ranger. Oh, come on, guys. Completely blanked on his name. Oh, well, never mind. Um, Mark, I mean, if you don't get one of the greatest Buffalo Bills quarterbacks of all time, Ned and Jim Kelly, that was. Oh, bollocks. All right, actress from the Harry Potter films. No? Um, Pat. What's her name? Yes, Pat. Watson. Yeah, well done. Emma and Deshaun. Who the fuck is Granger? I was all going from my mic. (laughs) (laughs) I went by a Margulies, I'll be honest, but I couldn't find any Margulies quarterbacks. She, I couldn't find anybody else named Tonga Bailoa either. You know, that, that wasn't the question. <laughs> no famous Roethlisbergers out there? No, not too many. Well, you say that. Don't rule it out. Okay, the owner of the Houston Texans. Pat. Uh, yes, Pat. McNair? Yeah. Ja- it's actually yeah. Janice McNair. Um, the owner, but obviously Cal involved as, as well, um, following the passing of Rob. The scores, by the way, Craig and Richard on zero, Mark on three, Pat currently on five. Um, next up, Kiwi film director. Peter's. Oh, oh, no, you're too late. Peter Pat. slash Lamar Jackson, doesn't Jackson. matter. You're all too Got slow. Um, all right. Absolute asshole who bats at the top of the order for Australia. Mark. Yes, Mark. Warner. Yeah. David How did you narrow it down? I oh, know it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fred Astaire's partner. Pat. Mark. Rich. Pat, I think, was first. Ellie. Rich. No. Pat, a point off for Pat. Blimey. Who, who was Rich. next? No, Rich. Rich, Rich, I think it was. Rich. Rogers. Yes, well done. Ginger Rogers. Yes. Aaron Rogers. What I knew. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> All right. Scientist famous for three laws. Pat. Pat, of course you're there. Newton. Yes, exactly. All right. Happy Days character played by Ron Howard. Um, oh, God. Mark. <laughs> yes, Mark. Cunningham. Yeah. Richie and Randall Cunningham. Um, England fast bowler from Barnsley. <laughs> I told you there'd be a variety of cultural references. Yes, Pat. Goff. Yeah, Darren Goff, Jared Goff. Um, That's not spelt the same. No, I never said it was. <laughs> 2017. You want to make the rules, you have to write the quiz. <laughs> 2017 US Masters champion. Rich. Yes, Rich. Murray. Oh, that's very much a point off. Mark, what? Yes, Mark. But that's he's looking for a golfer. Garcia? Yeah. Garcia is correct. Well done. Sergio and oh. Jeff. Um, Alright. Limp biscuit bass guitar player. 
Jesus. I'm a rich, you do a music podcast. Yeah, but Limp Bizkit are really shit. <laughs> and your point being... All right. lost all our new never, never, never mind. Sam Rivers is the uh, Limp Bizkit bass guitarist. I can't believe you didn't know. All right. Should have gone for Joe. Jane Leaves' character in Frasier. Oh, come on. Mark. That, uh, yes, Mark. Moon? Yes. <laughs> Daphne, isn't it? It's Daphne Moon. Well done. Yeah. I got as far as Daphne. All right. Engineer who designed the who designed the Clifton suspension bridge. Ha. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yes, Pat. Brunel. Correct. Of course it is. Um, comic who didn't fancy paying his tax. Craig. Yes, Craig. Car. Car. Just as good as Matthew Stafford. <laughs> the author of Maybe. Bravo Two Zero, which improves with every read. Mark. <laughs> yes, Mark. McNab. McNab. The last UK Prime Minister to serve two separate terms. I feel like I'd be, I might give you a couple of seconds longer on this. Any ideas? Any hosts of politics podcasts that, that would know this sort of stuff? <laughs> Current politics, not history, clearly. <laughs> Uh, I will put you out of your misery. That is Wilson, Harold, slash Russell. Um, that is the last question. You'll be relieved to hear. Um, that was fun. Rich, you had a total of zero points. Craig had one point. Pat has seven, but Mark has eight. What a Mark. I, th- I, thought, I thought Pat was getting the music. I thought Pat was a mile And that actually looked at the scores. Um, Pat so lost a point towards the end, didn't he? I think that must have cost him. He lost a point on... Uh, um, Guessing Kelly instead of Rogers, that was that was the Yeah, fuck you, Grace, you cost me a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably technically a correct answer, but that doesn't matter in this quiz. When has that ever stopped you from fucking me out of a quiz? <laughs> I've never I've never screwed you intentionally. <laughs> that I can say hand on heart. Hello. There's <laughs> <laughs> always sadly. There is, there is. Um yeah, we are actually gonna try and get together this time i say try like it's in any doubt you know it's, this is planned it's a sensible time and we'll get to that the jags are are playing the chiefs in fact let's 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 start there it's a beautiful segue um the jags i'd like to say it was the largest comeback in nfl playoff history um sadly that record still stands um but it was a 27 point hole that the the jags were in Wow, um, what a what a second half! Well, the the drive coming up to half time, getting a touchdown then, which you sort of yeah, felt probably futile at the time or a bit meaningless, but it it didn't half help. Um, I wrote as, us as it off. Turned out. I wrote us off at the point, uh, skewed off the side of someone's foot, punt landed on someone's head, completely unknown to him, and was recovered by. How the did he not know? That was how did he? Like he didn't react to it. Like how it did, did show not... a spectacular lack of awareness, but yeah, that that felt like okay. We've given them possession at our seven yard line, twenty one nil down. We're probably done here. All right, and then I, I think yeah, that was a fair assumption, not. to be honest with you. The, the, the thought, first half had the same. about six moments where you thought the same thing, and that was just the last of them. Mm. 
the first the first interception the second interception the third interception maybe even the fourth interception they were all (laughs) moments like that yeah Yeah. the third and the fourth definitely the first two Mm. were kind of lucky like the first one it was tipped at the line because Brandon Scherf fucked his block and then it was tipped again by another lineman and then it landed in linebacker's arms that was the sort of thing that most of the time drops incomplete the second one blatant pass interference and he used the pass interference to leverage his way onto the ball the third and the fourth were bad throws by Lawrence or miscommunications between him and the receiver but either way it was like desperation to claw your way back into a game you've dug yourself a hole in two and we've seen good comebacks recently we saw a good comeback against the Cowboys and it gave a little bit of faith that particularly with the touchdown giving us a bit of momentum going into the half that they still believed in one another and you didn't see like defenders on the sideline when Lawrence threw his third and fourth picks throwing their helmets about and being knobheads like <laughs> when uh, you cut to Dak Prescott on the sideline as Mayer missed his field goal which is uh, spoilers for later oh I thought that was going to be a Jerry Bosa shot but that would work <laughs> that would work as well I think what the... was he doing oh. It... Oh, that was amazing the getting it handed back to him and then throwing it on the ground again like, not being ejected for a child not being ejected for the technicality of the yellow cards being for slightly different things. That sort of bugs me. Um, sorry, Craig, you were... Um, for, for the Jags, I just think that the, the the interceptions came at really good times. If you're going to go, if you're going to throw four picks, you're best off to do it like that. I mean, not that uh, anyone possible. should... not not yeah, And back-to-back, back, right? Don't yeah. kill... Draw, get some momentum going, put a couple of scores on the board, and then throw another pick. Break everyone's back. You do it, if you're going to do it like that. Do it early. Do them back to back. So, at, so not not all in the fourth quarter, ideally. <laughs> yeah, <That's> not... yeah. <laughs> so what you're it. saying was this was part of the game plan. <laughs> well, I, I I do think it, I think the, the the best thing is that it does show a level of self belief, assuredness from. Lawrence, certainly. I don't, regardless of the fact that they did come at a good time. And it, it, I, I don't know about anyone else, but it felt like, even though that they were obviously in the hole, it felt like it came at a good time. But I think this is more about the Chargers, man. I think this is more about how on earth do you... He's cutting out. He's disappeared for everybody else. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mid, mid, mid flow. Um, I can feel for him because he's right. You look at the <laughs> the way the game unfolded, and yes, we went a long way behind because we kept giving him short fields, but we always felt like we had the better defense. Yeah, we were just putting them in really terrible positions, and when the offense finally started clicking, we had a much better run game. We had enough of a better passing game. They torched us with tight ends on screens a little bit, but. Their two leading receivers had six catches each. We had two with seven, one with eight. We had one rusher who went for 109 yards. Their lead rusher went for 35. And their total rushing for the entire team was 67. So it was a fairly dominant performance on offense once they'd finally stopped shooting themselves in the foot every drive. Yeah, Sorry, this, where this... did I get to before my internet obviously shit itself? <laughs> you were about to lay into the charges, I think. That was that was where you were going. Yeah, that is exactly the point. It's not acceptable to lose a game like that. And coaching, <laughs> I don't know how he's kept a job. That's mental. 
absolutely scapegoated Lombardi out of the door right. to uh, yeah. hang on by his fingertips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he is on a hot seat of all hot seats now. Start the season badly next year and he's gone within several games, I reckon. I I have a different view on this, not about Staley full stop, who I suspect, I, I don't disagree that he's living on borrowed time, but I don't think this game was down to down to him particularly just as a as a neutral viewer watching it i mean it yeah they they hardly seem to have the ball and the 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 jags just came like that second half performance from jacksonville was astonishing especially defensively and they didn't make any mistakes offensively it was just every time every time they got the ball and they took it was there was no panic like it was like whatever doug peterson did he said right these you're you're trying to make up for mistakes in the first half and um, creating more mistakes. Once they put a stop to that half time, none of that, there was no panic at all. It was using the clock really well. Um, and like each charges drive, they just, they were just, the Jags were just all over them. I'm just watching that thinking like they, they've got a lead, but they're not, I don't, I don't think it was one of those situations where, they shat themselves or that they went too conservative. I just think they got massively outplayed in the same mm. way that oh, they were kind of dominant in the first half. But it was it was more for, for some freak occurrences, all those interceptions and that muff punt. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to I, that you're going to run up a score when you've got sh- all those short fields. That's but it. I it just, think it just felt the that they were just play. yeah. They didn't play that well. I don't think the whole like for any of it. Well, I thought they were doing they were doing all right. I, I mean, I just, they, I just they were doing well was... for the for the fields that they were given, but it it wasn't like they had to create a huge amount themselves. As soon as like like you said, as soon as the Jags stopped shooting themselves in the foot, they were by far the better team. But but also that set. that kind of situation, if you, you, they could play that game, they, or they could play that second half twenty more times, and they win the other nineteen because. They'll make that field goal. You know that missed field goal. Change that 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 changes things. And there are probably another seven things like that that they could go back to. Oh, if this, oh, if we, you know, Herbert didn't take a sack here or or whatever. Um, it's it's a lot to come I, out of a big I, hole I, like that. I'm a not lot sure, to man. Uh, you're 27 points up. You could argue that they should have been more than 27 points up after four interceptions. I. I you, you've got to be able to scheme a second half where you don't get me wrong. There is something to be said about having nothing to lose, and um, you know it, it's it, it's it can't go much. It can't get much worse, right? And when they did get the ball after the fourth interception, they were uh, efficient and effective, but the Chargers. Get get first downs. That's what you need to win this game. How you've got to be able to find it with such a cushion, and you've got Austin Eckler, one of the best backs in the league. Uh, vaunted Herbert, you find a way. And well, I, I wasn't if watching it's not that. The players, it's the coaches. And I wasn't when watching there is that, that thinking they're calling the wrong plays. Like and I've, or they're shitting the bed. Like that, that Colts game against the Vikings recently. I'm watching that. Like, what the hell are you doing? What on earth are you doing? I wasn't. I didn't have that feeling watching the Chargers. I just thought the Jag. They were just the that defensive front was unbelievable. I think I they had. They there was much. There was a lot of. You, 
you could be more dynamic. You don't just have to either um, uh, power runs or drop the quarterback, right? That's That was a lot of what we saw from the second half in the Chargers game. I think you, it, the aim is not... not the aim is first downs. Every first down is crucial, right? You get first downs, you win the game at that point with that lead. So to, to, to go all out for the first downs, you can't accept three and outs. It, it had to change. And yeah, I tweeted I it at half time. They're not a side who are built to have long, sustained drives and milk clock. They're a big play side a lot of the time. And that puts them in trouble when things start to snowball downhill out of their control in that they can't go, right, we're going to go 75 yards in eight minutes. Maybe we settle for a field goal, but at least never been them. control never the been clock. Them. No, they don't like, have that well, I think, as we said last week, they're going into it, they're like 31st in the league in rushing. It's, they're just, that's just not them. Um, yeah, that's Austin Eckler has Austin more Eckler touchdowns than anyone else, weirdly. Mm. But they're pass catching. Well, some of them, yeah. But... And yards after, and yards after yeah. the catch very good at that but they're not a power run like slam it through the middle for three four yards type of team um and yeah as soon as the Jags got out of their own way it was the game that I sort of expected it was going to be um it was they just had to do it from a massive deficit I don't think some of the um in terms of individuals Joey Bosa had a bit of a nightmare and he needed to step up for them ultimately it was him um being a bit of a dick that cost them where they went from the extra point after the final touchdown um, to give them the the chance to go for to go for two, and to give Pedersen his credit, he went for it, and that meant your field goals to win the game rather than to tie the game. Um, he doesn't like lose his shit on that play, and maybe they go on to win it in extra time, but they they didn't even get the chance to do that. I think a lot's being made of that Bosa thing, man. I don't think it was a the, the biggest issue is I didn't realize I watched it and I wasn't I wasn't listening to uh, commentary and I was whatever I didn't realize that it was the coach who gave, <laughs> gave him the, head, the, the helmet back. That's a disrespect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it wasn't like he took it off Staley and walked like ten paces that way and then slammed it down again. He literally took it off him and just yeah. slammed it straight In away. His face, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 watching that, thinking, you know how they the NFL has all these like concussion rules, and they've they're bringing the second they've brought this alternate helmet back this year, but they've banned teams from having a second helmet because all these tightly controlled regulations about the helmet. He does that twice. He probably puts the thing back on and goes in on the next drive. Anyway, he was me. Like the dam the damage that must like that's way more than any hit he'll take. <laughs> like there must be damage to it. Hmm. I, I don't know. As I say, if you ever, if like a cycle helmet, if you're ever in a crash, you bin it and buy a new one. Like, yeah, um, yeah it's, di- it's different tech in those though, because they're designed to take lots of hits rather than all in one. But yeah, yeah, there's definitely got to be some damage there if you're going to slam it that hard. She's so making, that, she's making that a drink being poured. That's is a drink actually poured. a drink is being poured live right now. <laughs> they can literally hear you from the drink. Cheers, man. Fuck you, Rachel. in the mirror. Live pouring. That's so good. It's her evening too, Craig. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could just mute yourself rather than pretend the internet's gone down if you want to ask her for a drink. You know, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Where the hell were we? Um, the, the Jags won their game. There you go. 
Yes. Yeah. Woo! Giving giving Brandon Staley shit. Um, that I mean, he is defensive side head coach, but even still, like some some of the decisions this season have been baffling, and not just this season. Previously, some of those coaching decisions that they've been making have been baffling. This is this has been a long time coming. This is a culmination of years of making stupid mistakes and throwing games away that you really should win. Um, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm with you. There was a was it week one where they. They kept going for it on fourth down when you're just like, what are you doing? And, yeah, and then yeah, they, just, when you want them to go for it, they don't. And all, all this sort of stuff. I'm with, I'm with you. I just didn't think it was the vibe <laughs> on, in this game. But I think the thing for me is there's, there's two key things. I mean, Craig's already touched on the fact that they've got, they've, they've got the offense to move the ball, get first downs and, and milk some clock and get touchdowns. You know, okay, you're a big play team. We'll put up some big plays, score another touchdown or two, put some pressure on the on the Jags where they're seeing that time's running out and they're still, you know, 10 points down. Like, that's what you've got to be doing in that situation. Like, get out of your own way that way. But also, do you know who's a really good possession receiver? Mike Williams. <laughs> big guy, can catch the ball, stay in bounds. Why is he missing? Because Staley made stupid decisions about what to do in a meaningless game in week 18. Like it, it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm with Craig. It's unbelievable that he's kept his job. He's obviously, you know, scapegoated the OCs, but I, I fully expected him to be fired after. I mean, after the few seasons that he's had there with the talent that he's got there, he should not be given this long of a leash. When you look at some of the other head coaches that have been fired over the last six weeks, you mentioned obviously that the. the... They couldn't. Well, the, the Jags just didn't make mistakes in that second half. That's all the more impressive once it gets to the point where you could tell the pressure's on. Like it's it's easy enough to come up with a couple of touchdown drives when you think you've lost the game, as as we saw the Bucks do later yes. later in their in their game. Uh, but it's quite it's something completely different just to do it when the clock's ticking down and the game's on the line and you realise shit we might actually do something special here. And they just, they never, they never blinked. Doug and that, and that, a good coach. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I mean, uh, honestly, I can't believe the man wasn't immediately snatched up after leaving the Eagles. He's he's very talented. He's got a very talented quarterback. I think people need to be scared of the Jags right now. You've got to hand it to them. You know, they they stuck in Urban Meyer as a delaying tactic. Um, just to get, <laughs> get definitely Doug wanted. Yeah, they definitely wanted Doug. <laughs> You're giving Shad Card more credit than uh, I really think is there. Sleepy to be fair, Shad. to be fair to Shad, he was awake this week, so that's, <laughs> yeah. he's done well there. Um, uh, he was probably in the swimming pool or whatever. Um, what <laughs> What are people doing? Going and using that swimming pool in a night game? <laughs> um, it's, it's a bit three weird. degrees in Florida. It was the same temperature in Florida and it was in Stevenage at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they all they they look happy. You tailgate drunk and you won't that, feel it. In that urine infested, God knows what else infested <laughs> swimming pool. Um, the Jags go on to face the Chiefs though. Arrowhead um, this coming Saturday. How well? I mean, it, it logically, Patrick Mahomes for everything that we've said about that guy over the past few weeks, he has to get it done at home, you'd think, right? Um, but who knows? Um, Pat, I don't know what your belief's like, but any anybody else believe that the Jazz can do something special on the road in Kansas? Missouri, rather. 
I'd love to say yes, but no, I don't think so. I think that playoff Kansas, playoff Pat comes to play and they're ultimately too good. I thought you meant um, this guy first when you said yeah. playoff Pat. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll be too strong, unfortunately. I, I can see them giving them a decent game because um, they're, they're playing well enough to justify it. But I think that the, the Pat, the, um, the Chiefs will be too strong. What the Jags need to do is <clears throat> play a near perfect game. and They cannot afford to make the same mistakes they made against the Chargers. If they can start strong and if that offense can, because we've seen this with the Chiefs a little bit in the past where, you know, they come back from a bye week or a start of seasons and they start games a little bit slow and then they ease into them and then they just explode at some point and make up whatever ground they've lost. We've, we've seen it in previous playoff years where, you know, they've started a game a little bit tentatively or just looked a bit sloppy. Um, I think yeah, the, the Jags, the Jags have to start advantage strong. Of that. They have to it do what they didn't on last right. week. They have to start strong. If if they go, if they get to half time and it's like 17-14, either way, you just fancy Kansas City to run away with it. Uh, you've all but maybe maybe the Jags have to have a like almost like a two-score lead at half time to feel like you're in you're in the game in a in a weird way unless it's high scoring and then and they can sustain it but if if it's a bit tentative and I'd, I just I, think... really, I like I do like that Jags defense I think that Jags defense is going to cause anyone problems every single week it gets better every week you know uh, and they've got it's a very balanced defense like I do a lot of athletic guys. And I, Rich made the point actually. I do think this has massively raised Peterson's uh, Peterson's stock. Despite the guy, it's almost like that Philly Super Bowl win gets forgotten. I I personally <laughs> forget it as well. But you know, this this, this he did it. He did it with Nick Foles against the Patriots when the Patriots were like at their best. Craig's gone again. Lost his audio. Yeah. Um. Something, something, something about Tom Brady. Um, I imagine. <laughs> Who knows? It's fawning over Brady. Let's not go there. <laughs> oh, I've done it. I, I, I think it only, happens, it only happens on Zoom. Either way, I just don't see how you stop Pat. I think Patrick Mahomes is the the, the best we've ever seen at football. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more it's more the supporting cast that you've got to think if the Jags can put pressure on those areas, but that. Mahomes to Kelsey unstoppable connection just seems to drag them through those patches even when everyone else is playing badly. Yeah, and tight ends are our biggest weakness. Tight ends and screens. So it's going to come down to can the pass rush get to Mahomes before he gets the ball out to Kelsey and no. his no, probably not. Probably not because his elusiveness is just ridiculous. And He's our the pass best, rush man. has done a lot of pressuring this year and not a lot of sacking. The one, the one thing the Chiefs have done a bit more recently in the last couple of months is they have conceded a lot of points that's kept games closer than they might well have been. They conceded a fair few points to the Texans and only won by six. Um, they only just beat the Broncos twice, and this is when the Broncos were shite. They obviously lost to the Bengals before that. Um, the Chargers, they only beat by three, having conceded 27. If the, if the Jags can offensively not make any major mistakes... And and play very well if Trevor can continue on the uptick that and, and use the momentum that he got in the second half of that game. There's always a chance because any given Sunday anyone can do it. But I mean, I'm, it it seems unlikely to me. But 
if that that defence gives them a chance. And we've already doubled the number of wins I predicted at the start of the season. So how's <laughs> money at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's your biggest factor in this. I mean, the, the defence, obviously, but the fact that it's like, well, there's no pressure. So we'll just go out there and play and see what happens. And if you get blown out, you get blown out. But, but that could you know, be a problem as go. well. And you, don't know how, you don't know how they react in that situation, yeah. though. Yeah. Everyone's going to be in awe of Pat. Honestly, I'm telling you now, we, we should appreciate it. You never, ever do it at a time. I truly believe it is the best we've seen. Even if he's not, even if he falls off a cliff tomorrow, what we have seen from Patrick Holmes over the last four years is never going to... I don't know how it happens again. Guy has I mean, changed it. Changed I mean, the game. Him falling off a cliff tomorrow would definitely up the Jags' chances of winning. <laughs> yeah, I fancy our chances against Henny. Yeah. Are there any cliffs in the Kansas City metropolitan area? I'm not sure. I think there's canyons. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Other, mo- moving on in the AFC, um, your lot, Mark, managed to scrape past the Skylar Thompson Miami Dolphins, which, I mean, it... it it is what it is. What it is. I don't think. Uh, I mean, you 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 may disagree. I don't think this makes the Bills look worse in in oh, anyone's it's... eyes. It was just a weird. It was a bit of a weird game. It's, just they just stayed in it. It was a lot like um, the Jags. Like their first half was a bit like our second quarter um, against the Dolphins. It, this, I mean, this wasn't a thirty-four, thirty-one game. The Dolphins only had one drive more than forty yards. Um, we just kept giving them ridiculously short fields that they took advantage of with with field goals and the odd, the odd touchdown. This was probably like eighteen points of their of their um, of theirs was off turnovers. We cut that out, and I think we we absolutely blow them away. Um, but we've had that in our locker this season, and we've we've done it a fair bit. We need to. We, we're not going to be able to do it against the Bengals. Well, I'm just saying these parts of the games don't happen. We win better. That's, that's not an argument. <laughs> that, is, that is insight. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I think it's a fair assumption that if you don't turn the ball over, then they probably don't... They, yeah, but they have something more to than do three with points. it. They have something to do with it. You can't just be like, we don't don't turn the ball over. That's no, this is, this is Mark. Only what Buffalo do is the only thing that's relevant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> Correct. I actually think that there was a lot of good that the Bills did in the game. Um, it's still a huge Shock. map. <laughs> How are the Jets doing, Craig? Fuck off. I'm just glad you're here, Craig, because yeah, me too. the other yeah, pricks are all in the playoffs. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, um, yeah I thought, I mean, we obviously still racked up a lot of yards. The defence bizarrely considering we conceded 31 points actually played really well especially the corners um and I, you say what you like Craig that we kept them below 250 yards um they scored 18 points off turnovers without driving having to drive yeah I'm not, I'm not I'm, I, tell I, me how I, that's a brilliant offensive mate, display it was it was a close game you acting like you battered them that you could have easily lost that fucking game and you've got massive questions over big parts of the team shock in that Craig is criticizing the bills yeah shock Headline, headline so news. we shouldn't be criticising the Bills. We Craig, be has, Craig has poor Bills take shocker. Sh- should, should, should we not be? Should we shouldn't be questioning the Bills? No, I'm, I'm saying you, <laughs> by all means you can. But so I, I, did I about? say that we didn't? That's that's literally what you just said. I, <laughs> I said we had a we had a shocking second quarter. Maybe your internet cut out on that bit. 
<laughs> the, the question I have for the Bills is how did you let a team with a quarterback completing 18 or 45 passes stay within three points of you for four quarters of football? Because it's just... Every time they had the ball, it looked like they couldn't move it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the, the, it's they the other side of the ball. That's a... They didn't play brilliantly. You didn't play very well. And that's the big, that's the takeaway. Without, without even breathing, we scored 34 points and we handed them over half their points. So yeah, we made some mistakes in the in the second quarter, but other than that, they did very little in the game. I it's it's scrappy. It's perhaps even ugly at times, but nothing about that game makes me think that Buffalo aren't in, in an incredibly strong position and incredibly dominant. They probably got some of the shit out of their system, actually, with all the stuff with Demar and everything, all the emotion that's been hanging around. I'm I'm not that surprised to see like a high octane scrappy performance. In truth, um, was it and, high and octane? Probably, was it I... scrappy? Was it high? I just I just feel like over the last four weeks, it wasn't lackluster, was it? It wasn't like there. It was. But it's just I, I don't know. I think that that offense and Josh Allen, which at one point last year when we spoke about it, we were talking about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes as the two best players in football. And I think the last four weeks that there's a responsibility that comes with that. And I I would want more from Josh Allen. I don't think, you know, I don't think that's unreasonable to say. I, I want more from that offense. I want... You're right. We're only, feel... aver- we're only averaging about 32 points a game in the last oh, four games. So, yeah, it's crap. Okay, well, so, 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 so be it. I, I, I'm talking about what you are... But what we are seeing, you you're telling me that you are as comfort confident and as happy with Josh Allen today as you were this time last year. That's the question. Yeah. Fair enough. Everything about that game had me hoping for a Ravens win so we could play the Bills, not the Chiefs, because yeah. you looked at that and you thought the Bills look more vulnerable than the Chiefs do right now. They look like they're coming in. Everyone looks more vulnerable than the Chiefs do. Yeah, ish. I, I wouldn't have expected to be that much more confident about playing the Bills and the Chiefs before this weekend's round of games where you stuttered so much against the Dolphins. And yeah, you put the 34 points. But like, I don't know, it's just the manner of the thing. Like, there was the odd, like, oh, he's just wanged it 50 yards to uh, Stefan Diggs out of nowhere. But it wasn't yep. a convincing drive. It was a, yep. oh, Jesus, I've got to do something. Ping! A miracle happens. You can't rely on that. I, I agree. Some of the play calling was questionable. Um, like at one point in the fourth quarter, we had two straight deep balls to Gabe Davis when there was absolutely no need to do it at all. Um, but I'm, I'm still confident that a, a Josh Allen that's putting up three touchdowns and 350 yards when apparently playing poorly. I'll take that. Thanks. <laughs> I still think your biggest issue at the Bills is the lack of like a, a really solid lead rusher, like the fact that you're, you're getting less than 50 yards a game out of the guys that you've got out there. Um, Josh Allen has over the last few weeks taken a bit of a battering at times when he's been running the ball um, on scrambles. It's, same, it's, it's looked Kansas concerning. City exactly the same though. It's mm. like, you know. and, and, yeah. the, and the Bengals in their last game. But I feel no, like... But I don't think they don't use their quarterbacks as, as their best running back though. Josh Allen rushed the ball four times. 
fine on that day, but he's also what one of but 156 five, yards the, the, the touchdown. Lead, <laughs> the leading, the leading uh, rusher, or they've all got 500 rush yards, and he doesn't, he doesn't Mahomes it, he doesn't step out of bounds or elude. He, he'll lay the hammer. I don't have a problem with that. The guy's fucking what's he six five six six? Guy's massive. <laughs> I, I don't You've know. seen <laughs> square, squaring up to I've forgotten who it was, but uh, maybe laugh. He, he gave a he nice little face plant. Uh, stiff arm over the weekend. I've got no issue with that. I'm just saying, like, you can keep... This is what pisses me off in general means talk about sports. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, mate. Oh, this time, ironically, we can hear you. Um, (laughs) You've just... Your face is frozen now. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't give a fuck about stats and numbers. Watch the game. And you can see... The guy is not as loose, as in tune, as flowing as he was a year ago. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to hammer him about. It. I'm not having a go. I'm not. It, it's just. It, it just is what it is. And to act like he's not had a call, whatever. I, th- I think right that... now there was a period of time when you would say Josh Allen was a hundred. Well, not hundred, but clearly in a tier above Joe Burrow. If we was to pick tomorrow, you might not. But the four of us, I'd. I. There'd be a very close vote over who we take over whether it be Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. I'm taking Josh Allen. That probably doesn't help. <laughs> but... <laughs> I think if, if, if the Bills have an issue that this game highlighted, it's the offensive line at the moment. Um, they've got injuries. Allen was hurried an awful lot. There was a, a lot of the cover zero stuff that the Dolphins played. Um, they blitzed a really, really high percentage. Um, and, the, and the offensive line couldn't deal with it. Um, it, they got some joy early on, and it kind of meant that the the play calling was uh, will go like quick out and deep balls every time, which was totally unnecessary. Um, but the offensive line is struggling, and I don't think that is helping. If there's anything that's hindering Allen at the moment, it's the fact that he's he doesn't have a huge amount of time. Uh, Joe Burrow, on the other hand, for the Bengals, who he probably does, um, they they got past the Ravens, who they're playing for the second consecutive week now. The Ravens, again, it was another good game. They hung around. Um, they looked like they were about to take the lead at one stage and <sighs> before one of the most stupid plays of the weekend, in my eyes. Has anyone now, ever seen that happen before? Not, not to be returned for a touchdown like that, but I've seen that that happen with the... what You mean lunging with, you, with the ball to... Not, well, lunging and then it resulting in a... In a well, I guess a fumble, but he didn't touch the floor, did it? That was the, and and then the score. I don't remember oh, okay, seeing okay. someone like go over the top, he no. get punched out, caught, and then returned. I don't know if I've ever seen me, that my before. my issue with it, and I think I, t- I touched on this in our in our WhatsApp chat is like you do that if you're on the if you're a foot from the goal line because you can reach yeah. a foot, but he's trying to do that when they're two yards from the goal line, and you can't. There's so, it's such a high level of risk. Coach said like, it was it, meant to go low, though. Yeah. Well, That's what well, the blocking like, looks this like is, as well. It's, it's on the quarterback, is it? Well, whoever yeah. it's, you know. It, it's, it's on the quarterback. It is literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's like, I don't mind the, the sneak as a play call as much, although I'm probably, I'm probably not calling it there just, of, just because it is a long yard, like nearly two yards. But... That's there's so much risk in doing that. If you're right next to the goal line and you could just stick the ball out with your hand and pull it back in, as long as it touches the plane, it doesn't matter if it gets knocked out. If it's reached the plane, it's a touchdown, regardless. He's not even got close. And you knew first glance, as soon as he 
did that thinking shit. Um, and it's lucky that it popped straight into is it Hubbard um, yeah. in, in, yeah. into his hands, and he's away. Mark Andrew Andrew should have tackled him by the way, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh <laughs> mate, he was so. Why did he stop running? It's I like don't know. he, he, he went and he did a lovely little st- little move, got out of the way of the blocker, and I'm thinking, lovely, run him down, perfect. And then he dropped on the floor. Why oh. was that? <laughs> you, you ran all that way. Go and grab him, wrap him up. Why have you done that? Oh mate, place the not... illegal block in the back penalty. It's not yeah, like you're trying to run was. down a, like a quick linebacker or a DB. You're running down a lineman here. No, but that was 18, 80 yards. Like, man was. Yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had a hell <laughs> of a head cool. start. He had yeah, a head start. Yeah. A lot of momentum. That's what I'm That's saying. True. He'd done so, he so well. And he'd got out of the way of the blocker. At that point, keep running. You've already done it. Two more steps. <laughs> Just fall him on up. him if you can fall why, on his feet. Why have you right. dived on the floor? I couldn't <laughs> believe it. It's a bit, you know, it it felt a bit James Harrison in the Super Bowl if you if you remember. Yeah, I do. Oh, that was that was that was my that still remains one of my favorite Super. Bowls. It's just incredible. Oh, one of the best. One of the Steelers best games cards. of all time. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, about seven Cardinals should have tackled him. In truth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it was it was just obviously if it doesn't fall straight into his hands and he's scooping it off the floor, he's getting tackled straight away. Yeah. But they still, regardless of any of that, they still turned the ball over when there was no need. And that that's that's obvious. It's an obvious thing to say, but that game is lost in an instant um, from it, potentially it was, a winning position. And it's their second playoffs in a in like in a row that they've done that. It was the Bills last year had the interception in the end zone that got run back the entire length of the field um, to like to put the dagger into them. And it's it must be heartbreaking for Ravens fans because no one, I don't think, many people going into this game gave them a prayer. Um, and they are they winning should... that game with Lamar. <sighs> I mean, based on how it went, you, you've got to say they. For I mean, sure. They, yeah, that's what Tyler Huntley said as well when he was asked that question. Oh, fair, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. I mean, obviously, when it's Dobby close, it is, it's hard well. to. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. I didn't expect it to be as close as it was. They absolutely should have led. They. It was a proper game plan, and I think again, similar to similar to the Bills, that offensive line. The right side of it is was new um, because of injuries. The left tackle went down with a bad injury. Um, that's got to be a concern for for the Bengals moving forward. And it wasn't that that turnover wasn't the only reason they lost that game. Like they um, they really ruined the clock management on that final drive when they could have tied it up or taken the lead. And that doesn't entirely fall on Tyler Huntley. That's on the coaching staff. Oh, no, right, 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 right. thirteen no, no. seconds to get that first playoff in the and like when they were at first and twenty, wherever it was, it was so great, yeah. infuriating. Greg it's still Roman better than was... the Dolphins' attempt at managing the clock, though. <laughs> Very much. No, so. Greg. Greg Roman has had that issue for years. When he was at the Niners, we used to regularly have you know clock management problems and you know delay of games because they weren't getting that. He's always had issues dealing with that and. That's the kind of situation where it just bites you in the ass and there's no coming back from it. Yeah, especially when you're on a back or quarterback, you've got to make his job as easy as possible. And I don't think we saw that from either the Dolphins or the Ravens this week. I, f- I felt for Huntley a bit because it, it like as, as stupid and boneheaded as that that play was, he'd been playing he'd been playing quite well up to that point. He mm. made some nice throws. The one he to Robinson for the touchdown. You know, obviously he's pretty open, but you still you still got to see that and execute. And he. he 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 sort of managed that offense pretty well to against a really strong Bengals team. And 
yeah, they, they had that. That's such a obviously I had that opportunity. If that happens in you know late in the first quarter, when you've got a chance to really you know spend the rest of the game making up for it, you feel very differently about that versus it being the winning score. Of course, of course, it it, yeah. it, it really sucks to be in that kind of situation. Um, I mean, you know, that first Trevor, it's the same thing with Trevor Lawrence and those those interceptions. Yeah. If they happen, the timing's different. It's a it's completely different game, isn't it? Um, Bengals going to Buffalo, though. This coming, is that Sunday? I think it's Sunday. It'll be the first game on Sunday. Yeah, it, it's... I'm I'm backing the Bills. I suspect I it might not be unanimous this time. Um, I, I think that the, the like the, the the Bengals are a very strong team. Well, that goes without saying. They're, they're in the in the divisional round. You'd expect. Well, I mean, the Giants aren't. We might come to. We'll come to that. Um, but <laughs> it it's it's the game that we were all looking forward to a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, um, I just I think that it being in Buffalo. Is the is the difference maker? It is, isn't it? I've yes, got, it is. Yeah, you're yeah, looking at me like I'm. A, um... Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, that certainly helps um, from a Bills point of view. Um, it's. I, I think this one's really hard to call. Um, I don't think one team is necessarily playing any better than the other. They're both on really long win streaks. Um, they've both got similar issues. Offensive line. I think they've both got similar weapons. They it sort of similar-ish ways to play the game with the weapons that they have. Um, yeah, I think probably whoever makes the, the least mistakes has enough talent-wise to win the game. It's um, I think it's really, really close to call. I think that the fact that, that, that I find it odd that the Bills are four-and-a-half-point favourites, I don't see that necessarily at the minute. Um, I think it's closer than that. Um, it's probably that because it's at, at the high mark rather than at Cincinnati. But it, it, this, for me, is a, it's a toss-up. I really think day. that the uh, game's going to be won and lost on the success of the defensive tackles. I think the ability to impact the run game and get the quarterback off the spot is going to be the key. So tackles get through, got to set an edge. Somebody does that. That, that's why I fancy the Bills, Josh Allen over Joe Burrow in his ability to escape that kind of thing. I'm going to go with Burrow's accuracy to get them through. I just think that he will be able to get rid of the ball and make the most of plays that he's not winning. Do you know what I'm saying? So when you're, uh, when you're not favoured to come out on top of each individual play, I think he's got a chance to get the most out of it just because that Cincy D I think is going to be able to handle his level of athleticism if he gets out of the pocket so you've got to go disrupt him early uh, but it is it's a close game it's a great game isn't it it's a, this, this is the NFL this is the, exactly what we want this is this, exactly you know, what we want. this weekend is always the best weekend of the season right yes yeah absolutely always. The, the thing, yeah, I can't wait for this one the thing for me with this one is I think Burrow's been used to having a shit offensive line in front of him for two seasons now, whereas Josh Allen, you know, you're talking about the injuries and the issues that you've had over the last few weeks. He's he's sort of trying to get 
into that groove, whereas, you know, Burrow's used to running for his life. He, um, he is, I think, but, but not this season. Like, second half of this season, his offensive line has been okay, but now with chances... Yeah, it's, better, it's better than a year ago. Like, yeah. that, that playoff yeah, game but where... Now he's, he's, got... but he's now going into this game with a a right tackle and a right guard who've barely who've played less than a game, and now an injured left tackle... Um, he's like that's not and his offensive line. Of been left tackle that they're losing. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting. <laughs> well, to Jonah see Williams what hasn't been bad. He's he's played all but three snaps up until his injury this season. So from a consistency point, tied for the most tackle, sacks allowed by a tackle. In but the NFL but at, least this year. He knows, at least he knows what he's going to get, right? Yeah, yeah. And can't like, get much worse. <laughs> well, well, so who the fuck is his backup? Why is well, he his backup? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing for me is, I it's a weird one because. Two weeks ago, you tell me this is the matchup, and I'm really excited for a like massive shootout, exciting game of football. The weekend just gone. I'm not sure that that's the case, but I do think I agree with Craig in terms of like the, the defensive line disrupting the quarterbacks. But I also think both of these quarterbacks are perfectly capable of escaping, extending plays, and, and finding big bombs downfield. I think the DBs are going to get really heavily tested in this, and whoever can you know make some of those plays on some of those big downfield shots they'll probably come out on top yeah I, I don't I don't think it will be a 40 points each shootout I think it, it'll be reasonably high scoring but I can you can see you can see the defense is doing enough disrupting that there might be turnovers I don't know so, I mean, it could it really genuinely could go either way because you could have those turnovers on short fields with quick scores mm. and then you know, big bombs downfield on the next one I, I it could be one of the most exciting playoff games we've had for a long time or I'm not saying it's going to be six. Best. I'm not saying it's going to be six three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like a twenty eight twenty four sort of game is where is where I see it. Pat, how about you? I think Bengals will edge it. I just I favour mm. their like consistency and breadth of receiving weapons. I don't want that to happen. I want a Bills Jacksonville championship game, obviously. But oh, what game? Well, just because you don't rate them as highly. Uh, partly that and partly you know a pod derby you want your pod derbies as late in the season as possible I'll right? uh, I'll, I'll drive to Stevenish to watch it with you Pat if that happens woo <laughs> there's an offer <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah I, I I think we that's sort of what I expected we're about 50-50 on this um, so yeah I'm I'm with Mark I think it's a it's a coin toss really that will happen right. at some stage definitely <laughs> well, they might we know a... how the Bengals Max... like coin tosses, so that's yeah, appropriate. Joe, Joe Mixon's right? going to get fined again, isn't he? Brick. <laughs> oh, um, they might. Are they going to do a coin toss to decide who gets to wear their home uniforms in a hypothetical AFC Championship game? <laughs> I think it's only if the it's, it's only if the Bills win that that is relevant now, though, isn't it? I think yeah. if the yes. Bengals, yeah, yeah, there would be an hour ahead if the Bengals win, wouldn't it? So. Yeah. Um, I really, I really hope that it's Chiefs Bills and they just both let them play in colours. So it's red versus it's red versus blue. Like yeah, no one Rich, needs to worry about what about, what about, what about people those... watching on black and white TVs? Yeah, there's a very high percentage. <laughs> You've got to think of them. Um, <laughs> right, we are also contractually obliged to talk about the NFC. Well, I am here. <laughs> I don't remember signing any contracts, but you know, Rich's Rich's sound <laughs> seems to have gone a bit like Craig's, but um, oh, we'll press really? on. Then. No, not really. Um, 
Yeah, that that was. Well, I mean, there were some weird, not weird games, but you dominated the sea, you dominated the Seahawks <laughs> in the end. But we dominated them for the majority the of the first half as well. It's re- it was just weird. I was getting very angry. I, I can vouch <laughs> for that. Rich, Rich was getting very angry. <laughs> There was a level of frustration just just at the fact that we seem to have everything handled. It looked pretty good for quite a while in that first half. And then all of a sudden, you know, Gino unleashes one to, to Metcalf and we shoot ourselves in the foot right at the end of the of the first half with a with a stupid, stupid penalty that was always going to get called by Ward um smashing into a sliding yeah. Gino Smith that mm. took them from what would it have been like 70 yards out for a field goal to 56? It's just stupid. Don't do those things. Defensive players are idiots. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, generally after that, we they did, apparently didn't even make much in the way of adjustments at the half. We just basically said, stop stop playing like idiots. Stop being idiots. <laughs> grab, stop grab, being idiots. Grab the game by the scruff of the neck. And that's pretty much what they did. <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, finished drives. We had too many drives in the first half that just faltered in, in on the edge of the end of the red zone. Um, and in the second half, we finished them. And that was the difference, ultimately. And, you know, they got a late touchdown or two late on to make the score look a little bit less like a pummeling. But it, it was pretty much a pummeling other than there was, the end of there the was third quarter, second quarter. Even. Never a doubt in my mind, even at halftime, that the Niners were going to win convincingly. <laughs> Well, you say that, but I felt like the same. No, I do. I with... know. I know what I was thinking. <laughs> I I felt I felt the exact same about the Bills Dolphins, where I just expected the the Bills to just ease away in the second half. It's so um, easy when it's not your team, right? Exactly. But I felt, you know, this the, we could keep shooting ourselves in the foot here and and end up on the the receiving end of a one point loss. Just yeah, wasn't happy about it. But we looked better in the second half, so. I think the nobody wants to play Niners. No, like no expectation, such a well balanced team. Super Bowl um, favourites. And, and and I, I you know I don't want to don't want to state the obvious, but I am really impressed by uh, Brock Purdy. I, I just mm. you, you cannot you cannot get away from it. The guy doesn't look phased. Doesn't look. It's not like like an excited performance. You know, like where you've just got a lot of juice. Which he's clearly got. There's also a. Uh, it's not so much composed, but like a, I'm meant to be here attitude, and I love that. I fucking love that. Like you do not want to play in the Niners. Purdy looks really good. Um, you know, I, I was going to say, you know, he, he, I, I love a, I love a quarterback that's good fit, footwork. Uh, he's got lovely footwork, moves well, and uh, yeah. I, no reason you can't see the Niners in the Super Bowl. It's like watching peak Philip Rivers. Sexy. Oi. Not, uh, uh. I'm very <laughs> offended by that. Fuck off. <laughs> the thing that impressed me the most about him is that I think that you, when you watch the, the game, I think everyone would agree that first quarter he looked a little bit jittery. There yep. were some passes that got away from him. Um, there were some, a few very near interceptions. And the, the commentators and the people around the game start to think about, oh, you know, he's... A rookie, it's only his what sixth start, um, sixth or seventh start, and everyone's a bit like, Is this going to be one game too many for him? Is the nerves going to get to him? But actually, he came through that and ended up playing a fucking brilliant game. And a lot of it was yards after the catch, but he still put them in a position to win. I was 
so super impressed, especially with his second half display, to come through the nerves that he was so clearly feeling in the first quarter was really, really impressive. There's a couple of things I like going back to Craig's point around um, his like this feeling that he has of like I'm 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 where I should be is the is, there's a couple of things that I love about that so well first off there's an argument that quarterbacks should spend longer in college than they do so he's four year starter at Iowa State and a lot of quarterbacks now are like doing two years and then coming through and they all look raw and unpolished he doesn't have necessarily the greatest physical gifts, but he he is willing to learn. He spent a lot of time in the off season fixing some mechanical issues that apparently he had. I haven't watched enough of him at Iowa state to really be able to see that stuff, but you know, experts say that that looks different for him. Um, but it's his awareness and his, his complete lack of panic in situations where a lot of other quarterbacks, particularly rookies, would be, you know, they'd be getting sacked, they'd be trying to throw balls out of bounds, they'd be throwing interceptions. You know, yeah, he's he didn't look settled in the first quarter, but after that, there were moments like the, the two um, two throws to CMC and to Mitchell where he knew, he said afterwards, he knew that those guys were supposed to give up on their blocking and then leak out on the weak side and that he would be throwing the ball out. They would be an option if his, if his receivers were covered. And that's exactly what he did. He understands what's supposed to happen and where his options are at all time. He's not necessarily a one or two read quarterback. He's finding guys on like the third or fourth read, but he understands where he needs to look for them. And it's really impressive. And who knows next season, maybe he falls off a cliff because there's enough tape on him. People start to see tendencies, all that kind of stuff. But right now, he is playing way beyond, I think, anyone's expectations. I was at the game where Jimmy G got injured and everyone was like, well, that's our season done then. We'll just enjoy it for what it is. Have they not and seen Jimmy G? <laughs> <laughs> he feels like he feels like a calmer, more capable version of Jimmy G and he's played seven games. I can't believe that one of those exists, but here we are. <laughs> um, not as handsome as Jimmy G. <laughs> no, I, well, I also, it I also, could be. I also think that he's landed in the dream scenario, right? Getting drafted in the seventh, in the seventh round by the Niners in the most quarterback friendly system that there is, you can't get a better situation than that. And I'm, I'm delighted for him that he's taken advantage of the opportunity. Um, I've heard a lot of people say in, in the week, what would, what would Zach Wilson look like right now? If he got drafted by the 49ers rather than by the jets um, or, or other quarterbacks that don't get the same level of protection and the same opportunities and in a system that is as friendly as, as it can be. Knowing our luck, he'd be injured. <laughs> and, but, but but also like yeah he's made mistakes but when he's looked at good when he's looked and he's done well he's looked as good as anyone like in recent years I'm thinking of Niners quarterbacks which has been a carousel at his best he's been as good as anyone that it is literally what we saw from Cap that was the last great quarterback of the Niners so I don't I love him. I think he's brilliant. I think it's a great time. Yes, there is definitely something to be said about the system. Can't get away from that. That's 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 credit to the Niners. Mm. Like, yeah, I, totally I agree. Totally agree with that side of it. Yeah. Um, but if you have a quarterback-friendly system uh, with a yeah, quarterback who understands that system, it's, it's yeah. well run, man. I, it's no, it's no, it's no well discredit to the to the Niners. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, they've uh, he's got that system going. And there's plenty of quarterbacks so out there. 
there's quite plenty of quarterbacks out there who wouldn't have taken advantage of it as well. Like Craig says, it comes down to footwork and the economy of his movement is what impresses me the most. He doesn't scramble further than he needs to. He does small adjustments to get out of people's ways, keeps his eyes on his target and hits his target. It doesn't over-elaborate it too much. I think you could say that there are plenty of quarterbacks that wouldn't be able to do that in San Francisco, but you could also say the flip side, that there are plenty of teams where he wouldn't succeed at as yes. well. Yeah, so fair. both both those things can be true. Um, the real hero, though, um, is Mr. Neil Reynolds, who, after oh. the first drive um, in the studio with his smug little face, went, we haven't seen much of Christian McCaffrey yet. Um, and then... First play back on the field is like 70 yards from CMC. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. I'm so glad, so glad we were watching on Game Pass. Didn't have to deal with any of that. Bollocks. It was so much better. Yeah, really enjoyable. Um, I, I do want to mention Charles Amenahu, who basically I think had the pretty much one of the turning moments of the game with that strip sack um, on Geno Smith um, and the awareness from Bosa to basically... <laughs> look round a defensive line, uh, an offense, was it one of the tackles, and just be like, ooh, ball's from the floor there, and jump on it. That, that just seemed to kill any momentum they had in the whole game, and they never got it back. At least one Bosa did something smart this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nick Bosa. He's, he basically just seems like a massive stoner who is just like a machine on the field, but often he's like the dopiest guy. You watch him interviewed, and he's like, yeah, sure. Like that sounds cool, man. Like it's just, it's just not what you expect from that human being when you see him on the field. Rich's what, stoner what? impression is up there with Mark's Craig impression. I mean, I'm listen back, Craig. It's a long time. Since <laughs> it's a long time since I've heard uh, Mark's um, Mark's Craig impression. Uh, it's 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 not that long. Um, no. <laughs> I, I will say what I, I do love about the. Uh, just that Niners team in general, and I don't, I'm, I don't really know how how they've been able to do it, but to a man or nearly, it is just a team of gamers, like football players. Like they're not. That's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, but you look look. The, John Lynch is earning his money, the, isn't he? <laughs> the like the, the likes of. The likes of McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle, you know, these are, they're, they're not just running backs. They're not just wide receivers. They, they're so they're so impactful in the game and not just on offense, on defense as well. Um, I, I love Armstead. I, I think Mitchell's underrated. They're just so many players in that team who can just, do so many things. They're so versatile. They know football, and it works. It is. It's actually. Except I, I would. I've I've never liked the Niners. It's weird because I'm a big Jerry Rice fan. I've never liked the Niners, but I really love this 49ers team. And if they do win a Super Bowl or two over the next few years, you 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 have to give credit to the likes of of Lynch. And you think about the coaches that have come out of San Francisco over the last few years uh, and the success that they've had. There's, there, there is something going on that they, they're getting it right. There's no two ways about it. I like the profile of player. I, I like the style of football. I'm, I, 
I'm surprised myself, and I'm really looking forward to watching the Niners. I, I, I think they're, they're, that, that is a good side, man. I think the the I fall into the trap, and I'm probably not alone in this. I keep looking at them, and when you see like Mitchell's a great example, like you see him get success, and yeah, Purdy obviously, and you sort of think, well, this is this is Shanahan. This is how they they're set up. They're set up so that they anyone can anyone can plug and play and do do well. But that's actually probably being a bit unfair to a lot of the talent that they have assembled there. Um, it's it's quite easy to look at it and assume that this is this is all the system being incredible, but actually you, as as you rightly said, Pat and Craig, you know, Purdy's come in and looked looked impressive, and it's not just it's not just anybody that can do it. Um, you know they've assembled some talent there, and it's yeah both of those things being done in a good way is is going to work. Well, there's a couple of things there. The first one is the the um amount of shit that was thrown at Lynch's direction when he was first announced because everyone's like, oh, it's just an announcer booth guy who's, you know, this is a mis- another misstep from the, the 49ers owner and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. He's done a really good job of bringing in people below him who really understand football, and we've done a good job of keeping Yeah, we're, the, we're trying to hire them office. at the moment. Right, but we've done a really good job of, over the last few years, managing to keep those guys happy and keep them in the building. And the same for you know so um D'Amico Ryan's had opportunities for a head coaching gig last year but was happy to stick around because of the opportunities within the structure of the the franchise and he's still you know apparently may not take a head coach job this year even though he'll probably be offered one I I hope he does because he's a, like such an immense coach that he deserves that success but from a from a selfish viewpoint I'd love to keep him around but it's there's this cultural shift that's happened with Lynch and Shanahan of the types of players they want to bring in and the types of personalities they want in the building. Um, I can't remember his name now; it escapes me. But we we drafted that linebacker in the back end of the the first round a few years back, who turned out to be a complete nightmare in terms of like causing off field nonsense going on. And he was gone, like really quickly gone. Like yeah, he's a first round draft pick, but he did eighteen months, I think, and then he was he was cut. Because they were like, we're not well, having not Alden Smith, ra- was it? No, no, no. Alden Smith was, <laughs> That's a, long was a long ago. time ago. Long time ago. Um, who, oh, who, his name will come to me. Yeah, I would, I would, we should probably move on. I think that it's. Uh, I, 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 you say all this stuff, and I just can't. In the back of my mind, I still think you've absolutely shat the bed with the Trey Lance trade. You've just given up. So <laughs> that, but that's for another time. That that will be. That's, that's, that's going to be a weird off time. That's going to be a weird yeah, off season. It, it really whatever will. happens now, um, and we should, yeah, we should we should save that till till the off season. We um, should mention the Seahawks briefly. No, mm. <laughs> bye guys. <laughs> oh, we could, but yeah, we're doing our usual thing of of talking about the yeah. the our own teams much more <laughs> than the the rest. But actually, who cares? Who cares? Um, yeah, that's what everyone's doing for, right? You're going to be playing the Cowboys now. That was. I'm, I'm sorry, Tom. I'm not sorry, Tom. You're <laughs> dumb, mate. Just piss off. Stop. <laughs> stop. This bullshit of He's your not... reputation can't carry you into your sixties. Like, we said we did this to, at the end of his Patriots off, time. Got, like, He's going to go somewhere else and over. ball out again. He tried to. He literally two-footed slide tackled somebody. I, yeah, it's not a good look. None of it's a good look. 
attempting 74 passes that that may that figure may not be accurate um <laughs> 52 of which were just thrown into the ground just because of his so noodle many, arm how many times did that happen it was so often that there was like before the play had even really developed he decided nah fuck this just a load of just load of shit hit. stop it piss off <laughs> go to fox replace greg olsen or whatever they promised you just just fuck off out the league and now we're going to have this off-season of bollocks again, of every team's going <laughs> to sign him. Um, every team wants him. Well, not not if they've seen him. <laughs> yeah. It's time. Come, it come feels, at me, Craig. Like, I know you want to. It feels like it's It feels like it's time now, right? It's got to be. It was time three years ago. Yeah, it's it's got him, him. His decision to come back has got to rank as one of the most bizarrely bad sporting decisions from like, a top like he, level he sportsman even, ever. Like, fine, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him going back? to the Bucks. He's gone and got a ring there, but just, just not stop it. And yeah. he still got to the playoffs. Wait a minute. With listen. a losing oh, record. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> listen, listen. He's come not on. going I, to the playoffs in any I, other division. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't make the rules. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> just as well. You forget them anyway. Here are the NFL rules. Can you just too uh, many rules are overrated? Run those um, by me again, Craig. No, it, it, no. Here, I'm saying, yeah. I I agree. Obviously, like it, there there were some plays, the throwing of the ball into the ground did annoy me. <laughs> it did it did annoy me, um, but I I I truly still think he can still do it. I do. I think that have there, him at the Jets. Is, then have him at the Jets. I would see where it. I gets would. You. I would. I truly, I truly would. There were still moments where he's going to have to his, beat Philip Rivers in camp. And his, I don't pocket, can, his pocket, so. his pocket, his, his pocket awareness is still there. He, it did feel like I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't so much feel like a physical thing as it does a timing thing, which is strange, right, at this point in the season. But there's been a lot of injuries on that offense, particularly in the wide receiver room. It, it, it happens. What do you want him to do? Win every year because he's just damn near done. That's what I want him Why? to do. Why? Like, so do he that. can't have it. He can't have a down year. He, like every, he can't he's win every single time. Yeah, but let the man. If the man still thinks he can play, he still he could still play. You just said you just said how many passes he threw in the game. It's not his fault the, the coach is calling him pass plays. The guy still it's his thinks fault he, he didn't complete any of them. If he could, if he still thinks he can, can compete, and evidence suggests that he can, a Super Bowl ring, not not the evidence playoffs. of watching him. <laughs> disagree, disagree, disagree. I, 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 I'm. There's no. Tom's going to be back next year. Tom's going to be uh, competitive next year. I think you look at what he said after the game. His press conference. He looks. I mean, I, I know we've been. Yeah, in I haven't watched it yet. Brick, but he looked like he was done. Did he? Yeah, I haven't watched it. I must he, like, I mean, he was not happy. He didn't look like he was interested. He doesn't in even have Giselle to chase him back <laughs> to the football field again this time, does he? So I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know, man. There's teams that could use him. There's teams that could definitely use Tom Brady. I'll tell, the, I'll, no I'll tell you what. There's that. one team that would really benefit from him playing for someone else, and that's the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amusingly, the Saints were one of the teams that are rumored um, in the same division, which would be amazing. Just imagine if he went to the Jets though and played the Pats twice a year. 
I'd oh, love you it. Could... I would love it. I, would love it. I agree with you on that. I'd love Until it. week three, and then you'd be fucking sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> then he'd be saying, bring him... back Mike White, honestly. All's forgiven. <laughs> I can, I I can picture the, the Wolverine meme of, of Craig as Wolverine looking at a picture of Zach Wilson while Brady's throwing a set of passes into <laughs> yeah. the ground every week. <laughs> <laughs> booing his second in completion of the game what, what you could do is you could reunite Brady and uh, Jimmy G have Jimmy G come as your back up again I'd have Jimmy G as well I'm not even going to lie <laughs> I think Jimmy G can end up there and put the Jets next season I'd have Jimmy G I'd have Birdie <laughs> I'd have Daniel fucking Jones mate have you seen Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Jones Daniel Jones looked alright he was amazing <laughs> genuinely looked like an actual quarterback for the yeah, first this time this probably oh, the best oh. game I've ever seen him play Stop it. He was in games. He, he, he was unbelievable. good. I watched every play of that game and he genuinely looked like yeah, a quarterback who knew what he was doing. He was excellent. Can we can we also, before we move on to the Cowboys, can we touch on Brett Maher missing every extra point going <laughs> and the look on his face after the Well, he eventually point. made one, bless him. Which, looked which, like he would actually... He after to five die. consecutive misses. Brilliant. The guy wanted to die after I've, four and you think, oh, I, I, I felt sorry for him. Well, yeah, I, the first, I, finished I, watching, the, I finished watching the game in 40 on that and immediately went to look to see whether he'd been fired. And they were like, no, we're not firing him, which is fair enough because he's done all right the rest of the season. But Jesus, no, you he's can't seen miss kickers back fired to for back less. To back to back to back to... They might just be waiting until the following day. Uh, check check mm. the news by the time this podcast goes out. That may have changed. <laughs> but the, the bit I liked was because he missed... The, the first two he missed right. Yeah. And then you could see with the third kick, it's like, a, it's like a golfer's, golfer's slicing all day. I'm going to aim left. And then straight as a die, miss left. And then after three, you're like, he can't miss another one. He can't. I was cringing so much internally. And then when he missed the number, I thought, oh my God. We, we had a game, none of you will remember this, but the season we picked up Stephen Goskowski as a kicker who'd been at the Pats for years, just absolutely nailing it. And we yeah. picked him up. First game of the season, awful. Uh, the Broncos, and yeah. he—I think he missed like five or six kicks, and we'd like we'd have been out of sight. And he had, like, <laughs> having missed like field goal after field goal after field goal after field goal, we still managed to come conjure up this game-winning drive, um, and gave him like a twenty-yard chip shot to. I think we were good. It was like 14 13 or something. Here, game winner Stephen Goskowski, and he he stuck it. He'd never hit a truer kick in his life. And like the expression on his face, like as if he'd won us the game. No, Stephen, <laughs> you've kept the Broncos in this game single handedly. <laughs> um, but it, it, it was it very much obviously it didn't matter in this case. I mean, it, no. luckily for luckily for Dallas, but it, like, it that... might just be one of these things. You know, you fix it in on the practice field in ten minutes. I've no idea, or they cut him. You know, either either is very possible. Dak Prescott in that game looked a bit iffy in the first couple of drives after that he was nearly flawless I thought it, he, he was incredibly well and when the Cowboys play with that defense when Dak Prescott plays as well as he does they are a match for anybody um, and no one if, if he plays like that no one is going to fancy giving them a game well, the concern look, there is the, great, the combination just... it's the combination of him and Pollard as well Pollard looks genuinely like a top I mean, he's looked good all season, but like against the Bucks, are a good, uh, you know, rush stopping team. Couldn't stop him. Pollard was yeah. running a little bit like Lev Bell used to. I was watching. Yeah. Like, do you know? Do you know what hesitation. I mean? Where he was sort of yeah, just just waiting for the play to develop, and then this burst when he see <laughs> when he, he he picks a spot to go for. Um, 
and I've not really noticed that of him before, but it's just, just, yeah, pure class. Dak, does Dak get enough love? Obviously, it's the no. Cowboys, so he probably does. But he's had some iffy games this season. But this, yeah, he looked, he looked great. Yeah, oh, he was incredible. And uh, if he plays like that, I, th- I think the game against the Niners is going to be is going to be superb. Really... Um, I didn't come away thinking that. I'm oh. surprised. I didn't come away thinking. I'm not high on that like that. Don't get me wrong. I hear. I don't what know you're how. Saying, you, I don't know. But... You you can't watch the same games I watch, Craig. Honestly, it's... <laughs> <laughs> man missed eight Look. passes. Had four passing touchdowns. Yeah, shit. I that one shit, of those but... throws to Schultz was incredible. Yeah. Um, Oh, the one with the one-handed. Yeah, I was just un- unbelievable. It was, yeah, I thought, Did you not I watch that game thinking awful defence? Was it just me who watched that? I legitimately felt dog shit defence. I don't I, I genuinely all I've got from this so far, from this whole podcast, is that the best you think the best quarterback performance so far this week was Tom Brady. And, uh, <laughs> that, is, that is literally not what I said, you prick. <laughs> it is a lot easier to make awesome throws to your receivers when Murphy Bunting's like seven yards behind them on a trail. Like, just yeah, you just you don't even have to lead him; just hit him. It's fine. Still made all the throws. I thought. He was, yeah, I thought I, he was excellent. I'm not. I'm not hating on it. I just don't. I, mean, I wasn't. I didn't come away. I didn't come away impressed at all. Like that. That is. I don't. I don't, it's, it's I don't walk away thinking better I'd, than Matthew Stafford. Just, just burn out. <laughs> the answer is yes. I don't want to like. I don't come away. I don't come away thinking not for, not like I. I'd much rather play Dallas over uh, San Francisco. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. But I, I think it's. I think it's closer than a lot of people assume it might. Be I, I, I think this one's close. I, yeah. The Niners will obviously be favourites. Rightly, they've earned yes. that. Um, but I could a Cowboys win. Would they be favourites? Not shock me. I th- I don't know if they'd the, be very There's probably a way we could find out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah three and a half point favourites. Um, <laughs> that's that's that feels about right, isn't it? Three and a half. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, can I, see... I think. I think this. I think this Cowboys team look, looked good, but against a dreadful Bucks team. Oh, I think awful. the Bucks made them yeah. look good. They so poor. I, I do think. I do agree. Like Dak made the most of his chances through some. You know. He he was very efficient, threw the ball around well, um, but the the Bucks were just awful. Like they didn't really show much Rubbish. at all. And the, and they're, is... they're a losing record team, so I mean that's what do you expect? But this, but, this, but the, the Cow- two weeks ago they put forty points up against the the Eagles defense. That's one of the best secondaries in the game. Um, they they can score a lot of points. Imagine. Yeah investing in the greatest of all time quarterback and then looking worse than the Dolphins with their QB3. They absolutely <laughs> did. They really, really did. Um, yeah, I mean, I weirdly feel more comfortable about this Dallas game, but maybe it's because it feels less like a potential banana skin and more like a real game than yeah. the Seahawks did. Yeah, it might be one of those that you raise, you raise your game a bit further because of, because of who you're playing. I think, I also, think also the Cowboys of handling could... them if we play well. As long yeah, as, as yeah. We, it's us. I, I think it'll be a comfortable win. I, really I think do. it's down to us not shooting ourselves in the foot and just executing. If we do that, we'll win. If we don't, we'll let the Cowboys in. And they'll it's... take advantage of that. They're that kind of team. It feels, I don't know how many clips are going to show of Aikman and Montana and Steve Young and all <laughs> those, those championship games. From the, yeah, it's, it has those, like it's a classic, 
match up. Like the uniforms look great together, don't they? And it like the red and gold against the white and silver and blue. It's just it's it's too perfect. Terrell Owens on the star. Brilliant. Yeah, bring bring it on. Yeah. The other NFC game will be Eagles versus Giants. Now, um, <laughs> I don't think we need to spend too long deciding who's favourites in this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's obviously I... the Giants. <laughs> they'll, they'll Daniel probably Jones win. looks they'll like a win. Daniel yeah. Dan Marino Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is what? I, I just want a quick word on the Vikings, though. Come on, man. You, you surely, <laughs> surely you were better than that. Surely such you such a Vikingsy performance. Do you know what was weird? Is like the defense they called. It's like they hadn't seen the Giants play football before. Like I didn't understand why at some point you don't spy the quarterback or cover the running back. Like it, it was. It is all that they do. Like it I feels. Just, it feels like the Giants are surprising every single team they play it's as if nobody's bothered to watch tape on them because they all assume they're shit i don't get it it doesn't make sense and it's really frustrating like i don't i feel like they're that they're now the imposters in the playoffs and you're probably right daniel jones looks good but maybe i'm as guilty as all the other teams for just looking at and thinking what how are you here i I (laughs) think i think the giants can at least surprise the eagles early on no, e- I, think, Eagles, I think they've got Eagles the ability to. It's one of those for me. <laughs> it should, it should be, but I can genuinely see the Giants going a couple of scores up early on and and scaring the shit out of them, and then the Eagles remembering how to play football and coming back. I just think they're they the Giants are such a well coached team that they'll come out of the gate quickly, and the Eagles feel well. They felt rusty towards the end of the season. They've got a week off, so who knows what's going to happen. But I think they're yeah. the much better football team overall. You hit the quarterback, you don't let him run, and you beat the Giants. That is yeah. that's what's that's what's happened. I don't, and the I'm, Eagles I'm, have got one of the most ferocious D lines in football, well, and they've and... got an athletic linebacking core. I, yeah. I really do think that they they should be good. And one of the few things about that team that didn't tail off towards the end of the season was that D line. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that front office has always prized, or at least for the last five, ten years, prized huge depth at D-line, and it pays off late in the season. Mm-hmm. You get guys going down, and you're like, well, that's fine. We've got another eight stash back there somewhere. Anyway, this game is, I think, the half-past 11 Sunday night game, so none of us are probably watching it. Oh, um, oh it's a Saturday night. Yeah, no, no Saturday. They, even, even less likely. Because the Monday game, so they put the Niners Cowboys on late. Oh, of course. Sorry, I knew I knew it was a late one. Um, I, I I jest slightly. Maybe it's, maybe it's only the Jags Chiefs on Saturday, isn't it? No, and the the the, the Jags Chiefs half. Sorry, I've got this in front of me now. Jags Chiefs half past nine on Saturday, and then yeah. the Giants Eagles quarter past one in the morning Saturday night. Right. Um, then the Sunday is eight o'clock. Um, Buffalo. Sad. Sports Center have just posted that apparently um, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game of football on a Saturday in his life, be it high school, college, or the NFL. That's quite impressive yeah, for college. It's uh, has, has anyone check? I, I know Nate Nate isn't here this week apparently, to I answer, mean, but has Jeff college... Saturday coached 
<laughs> has, has Jeff Saturday lost a game while coaching on a Saturday yet? You, you've so. just forced him to launch his phone out of whatever window is nearest to him. <laughs> Which, uh, if he's, he might be in his car, maybe he's crashed. <laughs> Um, let us know you're safe, um, Nate. If you've if you've just crashed your car, hopefully you're all right. Um, just just minor injuries, and they'll just discharge you from hospital by the end of the day. That's that's fine. Um, no need to uh, no need to panic. Right? Any other NFL business? Have we covered? We've covered all of the playoff games in varying levels of detail, depending on whether we're invested in any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I did. I did enjoy. I did chuckle a bit when uh, Aaron Rodgers said that he was uh, he was still capable of being a, an MVP. Um, where, which year? Aaron? No, you can't, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that, yeah, that. He, he, I, I think he comes. But I don't think he retires. But I don't think he'll pack next season. Oh, the, the rumors are going. That are going to be just as unbearable as Tom Brady, aren't they? He can come to the Jets and all. How many? How many? <laughs> how, many how many quarterbacks do you want? <laughs> I mean, he's going to have to trim the roster sometimes. <laughs> um, first 53-man roster was seven quarterbacks. We'll have a crack. We'll have a crack. I'm starting to think... Fancy league lineup. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe he'll convert to tight end. <laughs> Win it. First, first tight end MVP. There you go. He can play the Taysom Hill role. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He does have wide receiver diva energy, to be fair. Did I not hear a rumour that um, the Jets are trying to get Lamar Jackson this offseason as well? Ooh. That's the one. That's that the one. But he's going to stay a Raven. But if he's not, he can come. Is to the Jets. is he though? <laughs> is he going to stay a Raven? Uh, that's ah, a mate, really I, interesting. I, one surely, today. after if you didn't, if you wasn't sure four weeks ago or at the beginning of this year, after this run, you're sure now. Give the man his money. Get him back on the field. Sure, sure. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Lamar under center, they win that game. And 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 that defense has, has got so good. It is crazy how that Baltimore defense has fixed itself because it wasn't a good defense. Uh I don't they do it year after year. Ago, year after exactly. Year, don't they? Every yeah. year. Um but that, that defense is is legit. And Lamar is 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 a difference maker. It's I, I you pay him, you pay him. And if they don't fucking New York Jets, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> You'd be mad think, to let a player of his quality go because, like, he's going to elevate almost any team he goes on to, and the likelihood of you being able to replace him with someone who will be better is low. So you can't, you can't, surely can't let someone like that go. Well, it's not even like they're in a position where they could potentially, you know, get caught back in this draft if they're looking to go that route instead. I think, I mean. Why Why would you be stupid enough to let a franchise guy like him go? It just doesn't make any sense. He might want out. That's that's, that's the, the only reason. To, yeah. But. but but even still, like the 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 way that club is run, it's always been about maximizing what you can do with him in that offense. Um, speaking of the Ravens, we are going to be speaking to a Ravens fan on here on on Friday. A little bit of a teaser. Our the ninety nine yards do. If you've listened, if you've listened to us for, I mean, let's face it, all of our listeners will have listened to us for years. Um, but we we've done a thing the last two or three years now where we we have a vote in their like their show podcast awards that they do. So yeah, MVP all pro teams basically, 
and one or two others. So rather than us just submitting our vote anonymously, we are, have been recording a podcast each year arguing about it and we'll get Adam on again, Adam Barton, um, to help us through that. So we're hopefully going to do that that Friday. Um, so a bit of a, a one-off, a bit of a change of pace. So that that is coming up. This is this is also a bit organised. I'm, I'm committing to something as well, which feels a bit uncomfortable. Like that that's like a, a something that's planned. And we need to do actual homework on this uh, one as well, yeah. maybe a little bit. Hope hopefully <laughs> hopefully Pat um <laughs> covers for our inadequacies somehow. <laughs> um but we yeah, there will be some admin we need to we need to do. So we'll we'll get we'll get that sorted. But ultimately it's coming on for an hour on Friday and, and arguing about who we think offensive rookie of the year should be or whatever so or more likely the best like safety in the league because that's the kind of shit we'll end up arguing about there's no way of predicting what will cause the (laughs) argument at all Um, it probably won't be mvp which we've sort of covered covered already (laughs) will it will it be like who's going to be head coach that's bound to cause cause a debate that will be that will be the debate right there um, Mike Tomlin, as I said, um, um, not <laughs> despite Tom, hearing not lots Bowles. of, no, it's probably not Todd Bowles. It's probably not um, Brandon Staley either. <laughs> <laughs> Seems unlikely. It does. Well, all right. The, um, apparently, the Bucks are keeping Byron Leftwich. After all, having had lots of rumours overnight that he was going to. Oh, get, there were um, proper sources saying he was getting fired. I was. Yeah, sort of... no. Todd Bowles has said they've oh. not made a decision, but considering Maybe. the man was up for a you know, head coaching jobs last year, the fact that he's now up for getting fired is just bonkers. Every so not made the season is bonkers though, isn't it? Yeah. The NFC East has three teams in the divisional round of the playoffs. <laughs> it's like, it's really, what a ridiculous season. Yeah. Not made a decision is hardly a ringing endorsement, is it? You're keeping it. <laughs> uh, we haven't really decided. I, th- I think I actually think what that means is we're waiting to dis- we're waiting to find out whether um, Tom's retiring or not. And if Tom's retiring, then we'll keep him. And if he's not, if he isn't retiring, then he's fired. What does best boy Tommy want? Yep, exactly that. Right not to throw the ball into the dirt seventy-eight times in a playoff game. I'm assuming. Fuck off, Tom. Right. Any other business? Come on, let's steer this towards an end which is where we definitely need to get to um i will start because i normally finish um so (laughs) (laughs) that was almost as slick as that intro i introduced pat right at the start that seems about four days ago Um, (laughs) so i came back from the office at lunchtime and came in and uh, my wife was in the in the living room supposedly working she was except she'd been watching loose women um, as as is her want and <laughs> you were watching loose women and she I was in that's what really happened here. well no she immediately she was basically in an uncontrollable hysterics at something i was like what what's going on? and then she started telling me i was watching loose women and i immediately stopped listening uh, but then she was so passionate about what she was trying to say i thought okay i better listen um, and it was a conversation. She was like, "Oh, one of the one of the loose women, they have names, I'm sure. Let's call her Loose Woman A." Um, said, "Oh, uh, <laughs> there's this TikTok video about putting your bra on that's gone viral. Six, like nine million views of this TikTok video about how to put your bra on or not to put your bra on." 
um, and then they showed the TikTok video and she was watching this blind and it was like one of her friends from school who she uh, kind of not thought yeah fallen out with about five ten years ago in and um she's she's on this video like showing you how to put a bra on that's got like nine million views on tiktok and she could hardly contain herself um my it's a while since i've seen this person and um, when we were first first together right we, we knew her she is far more expert at taking her bra off than putting it on i would say um if you were want to know one thing about this person but the the hilarity that has lasted all afternoon um with a lot of her friends on whatsapp about about this and will continue for weeks to come um i'm sure none of them will listen to this so i'll get away with it there you go (laughs) (laughs) but she had no idea it was coming that was i can you imagine just sort of mindlessly watching something like shit that's not no it's oh it is (laughs) it is (laughs) love it there you go Um, brilliant mark you're the top left corner of my screen that's how this works any other business um well as we all know as we all know jim ratcliffe is is a big fan of uh the long snap pod whilst he's uh not running ineos um so this is a message directly to you jim there's a club out there that's that's on the up um, we're, we're coming back in the league. We've got an amazing manager in place and we've got players that desperately want to play for the club. Buy those fucking Americans out. Step up the cash. You are a Man United fan. Come and buy them. Get it know done. it makes sense. Get, get it, it done. done. Um, and get the club back to where it needs to be. Come on, Jim. I bet he knows his Chilean players. <laughs> um... I bet he does. And that's what I like. I I want someone who's a fan who knows what they're talking about to run it. Not some other, some like Saudi guy who doesn't have a clue or some Yank who like has no interest. Investment opportunity. Yeah. No interest. You are a fan that has done really well for yourself. You've got, you've built a company that's worth 20 billion quid. Sack off half of that and come and buy Man United. Live the dream. Come on, Jim. Do it. Rich. Uh, I got nothing. It's really cold. That's it. Good content. Um. <laughs> it, it is. I'll go. It is cold. I bought a jacket. Um, humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody's in the money. Doing all right for himself, isn't he? <laughs> um, it's nice. Wearing a coat. Uh, <laughs> um, I, bet, I bet that turns a few heads. He's Craig, Craig's, Craig's doing it right. He's got himself a coat. Look, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. There's a guy over there wearing a coat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, North London derby this weekend. No, oh, don't, and, don't, please. Don't. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, obviously the Ferrari uh, controversy with dickhead fan who kicked Ramsdale. Um, that is butterfly. Obviously, man is a clown. But I don't like the like. I don't know if is it is it a, is it a generational thing? Maybe I'm maybe I, it's Twitter, whatever. Like, so there seems to be like a narrative that Ramsdale shouldn't have, you know, done his little, didn't quite kiss the badge, but the gesture of the badge or whatever towards the fans. Oh, and, that's bollocks! That's bollocks! And it's it's so fucking annoying. It's like 
Have you been to football? Do you watch? What are you talking about? The man's been in between the sticks. People giving him untold stick. Rightly, for 45 minutes, he, he's been perfect. Hasn't conceded. One North London, he turns around, gives you a little bit. Lovely. Take it on the chin and go home. You don't don't kick Ramsdale. Run around to the other side and kick your keeper. You fucking idiot. But <laughs> and, and, and also, the, the the thing is, he is there's been a bit of stick for um, Richarlison for like getting in Ramsdale's face, and I don't agree with that either. What's he meant to do? Watch him do that. No, Richarlison done exactly what he should have no, done. There's there's, there's the only person that's crossed that line is that dick fan who's run down and yeah. kicked him. Anything Richarlison else, anything did, on, yeah, that's just part Richarlison of did what he was meant to do. Ramsdale did what he was meant to do. Cool as a cucumber. Lovely. 2-0, mate. Walk off. Go celebrate with the fans. Richarlison, don't fucking do that. Fair enough. Whatever, mate. You're yeah, you might, you think, you might think Ramsdale's a dick. You might think Richarlison's a dick, but they can they can do that. That's part I don't. Of that's I part of the entertainment and theatre of all of it. It's exactly what it was meant to be. Only person who made a mistake was that clown of a fan. He should never be allowed back. Well, that's not true. Field. The stewards for not immediately. Yeah, how we got even... anywhere near. Ramsdale should have lamped him, mate. I'll tell you that much. But either way, like, love it. But never to never, ever let that come out of football. That's what we want. Yeah. You should be able to celebrate. Bragging rights is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just don't get involved, you idiot. Put your unusually, boots on or fuck off. Unusually for tonight, 100% agree, despite the end of it that I was on. Um, agree <laughs> I, with all of that. The, the, wanna... the couple of little details about this that are fantastic, by the way. Um, one is that for all of the memes comparing him to Jay Cartwright, um, it turns out it was a 35-year-old man. Um, second, there's a little detail when I read the article saying he's been arrested um, and he's going to have to appear at Highbury Magistrates Court. <laughs> nice. I like I like Craig saying this might be a generational thing because it means he's one of us, one of us, not one yet, of yet. us. Uh, fuck that. You know, oh, Those oh. damn kids. <laughs> I don't, there's a the bit of trouble at uh, outside the game as well it's it, it just like two percent or one percent of fans just being dicks yeah it, it just just stop it if you want to fight fuck off do it away from the ground away from <laughs> i don't have a problem with fighting either whatever like just don't do it near anyone else go away meet get have a few beers lads uh, go in a little alley get do what you want and go home don't do it in front of families and kids stop being an arsehole like it's mm. so annoying like Dickheads, so it frustrates me. No. The worst thing I saw at that game was a Tottenham Spurs half and half scarf, and that just shouldn't be legal. <laughs> I saw, I saw two people buying those, um, Did you punch and them in the putting face? them on and walking into the. I also saw about five or six rows behind me um, when Arsenal scored their first goal. Suddenly, there's a bit of a scrap going on. Um, a couple of infiltrators couldn't control themselves. Um, <laughs> needless to say, they, they didn't see the second goal. <laughs> so that was one of the few positives. <laughs> um, Pat, any other business? I recently played a pair of visual novel, well, one visual novel split into two halves across a game called Butterfly Soup. It made me cry sad tears and happy tears and laugh out loud. So... If you want to experience a range of emotions, which is really nicely illustrated within a kind of interactive webcomic story mode, I'll uh, tweet the link out when I retweet it out for this. I've really enjoyed it. 
would it be a Patrick Jackson, any other business that didn't involve a tweeting out the link? Um, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> Perfectly I like to share on brand. Lovely things. What can I say? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that is all of us, I think. This has been yes. a long one for which I do not apologize. Um, there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about. And I like talking about talking about it to you guys. It's fun. Um hopefully one or two of you like listening to it. Um, but even if you don't, we'll carry on doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, fuck you all. <laughs> but we don't, we, say, don't care what, we don't care what you think. <laughs> I would normally say at this point we're back next week. We won't. We'll be back Friday. How's that for a plan? There you go. Go well. Go well. Adam? No. Oh, what? Oh, Rand Breaking news. 49ers. Oh, that's. 49ers player pros. Pro personnel, new GM. I'm pleased. Oh, this is breaking reaction. I'm really pleased with that appointment. Um, You you got the one I was less angry about you possibly getting, but still, that's a good. Okay, maybe I'm slightly less pleased about that. No, no, no. It's, It's a good hire. It's a good hire. But I think the guy that we want to keep is probably going to step into Lynch's job once Lynch decides to move away. So we want to keep him around, but yeah, like I think a lot of that front office is, is good. Like they, they know what they're doing. We do a lot of good stuff in like the late rounds and that's down to more of like the less Lynch and more the guys underneath him. Other than uh, Rand Carthen used formerly playing for the Colts. Um, it feels like a really good, good fit. I'm pleased about that. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, okay. I'm, I'm pleased. You're pleased. Thanks, mate.